Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by actor Jordan Elsass. How's it going, Jordan? Pretty good, Mike. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. How are things where you're at? Uh, pretty good. The weather's nice outside. Um, it's, a, it's a nice morning, I guess. I, I was out with my buddies last night, um, so I just woke up a little while ago, so I guess you could call it morning for me, but for most people, it's like late <laughs> afternoon right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, so my first question for you is, um, how did you manage to get your start in uh, entertainment? Uh, so I started when I was really young, probably um, nine or ten. I started doing musical theater. Um, and I was really into that for a while. I started out at a theater near my house. It was just a kind of local community theater. I auditioned for some, some roles there, some smaller roles, you know, just ensemble and stuff like that. And then I kind of worked my way up the ranks, I guess you could say. Um, I got into uh, some bigger productions, Zach Scott Theater in Austin. I got a pretty, pretty big supporting role um, on a main stage production there. Uh, that's one of the bigger theater things I've ever done. And then uh, I was in a play. It was just a straight play at Sun City. And that is where I actually met, uh, to this day, he's still my Texas agent. I met him there. And he's a great guy. And uh, so that's how I got into film. And again, also just with that, uh, once I got into that, kind of worked my way up the ranks. And now in Austin, you know, I know all the casting directors and I'm, I'm pretty established in Austin. So it's, you know, it's been several years. It's taken a while to get here. But that's, that's how I started was just theater. Wow. So uh, going to the entertainment world, you actually come from a, uh, I guess, line of um, entertainers. Um, I was reading how, uh, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but your great-grandfather was in entertainment? Yeah, my great-grandfather, he, he's really interesting. I actually, um, I didn't get to know him very well. Unfortunately, he passed away when I was pretty young. Um, so I didn't get to talk to him too much or, or get to know him very well, unfortunately. But he was a really cool guy, and, and um, hearing stories about him, you know, he reminds me a lot of myself. He wanted to go into the military when he was younger, and he did. He served in World War II, and, and then, and this, of course, was my great-grandfather. And um, then he got into acting, I believe, I don't know if it was before or after that, I'd assume after, uh, but after he got out of the military, he was, he got into acting, and he was in some stuff with some really big actors. I'm trying to think of who. They were, you know, some definitely older actors, um, uh Judy Garland, I believe. Judy Garland, and then, uh, Charlie Chaplin, and yeah, Mickey Charlie Rooney. Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. He was in some. Uh, he was in some films with them, I believe, which is really cool. Wow. Uh, do you have pictures of him with uh, with all these guys still? I'm not sure, to be completely honest with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, my parents have him somewhere lying around. But especially my dad, that, that he, he comes from my dad's side of the family, and yeah, again, hearing stories about him, he was. I, I mean, honestly, just a super cool guy. Like I, and, and, you know, he used to tell all kinds of funny stories and stuff and he was kind of a prankster like me. Uh, so just hearing that, it's really kind of an inspiration for me. Yeah. So, so there was something speaking of the prankster, uh, it says uh, on, on your biography, and I like this, if professional prankster was a legitimate career, Jordan would seek to obtain his PhD and pursue that field wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I that like is that. And I like Sorry, that part. Saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is, uh, that is the truth, man. I, I'll tell you right now, like, every chance I get trying to get a reaction from somebody, that's kind of like how I entertain myself on the day-to-day. -day. And unfortunately, usually I use my mom 
um, which, which, you know, but, but she's like easily available. She's just right there. So I like mess with her, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, do something silly, you know, but then, but then the best part is when it's a random stranger. And the best part is when you get a reaction from the stranger, but then you also get a reaction from your mom, uh, because you prank the stranger and she's embarrassed about it. So you get a double, it's a double whammy. You get a reaction from her and then you get a reaction from the, uh, from the person on the street as well that you're messing with or like, you know, and of course, I try to keep it usually pretty PG and pretty um, not. I never try to, you know, uh, offend anybody or anything like that. But it's definitely, definitely, I enjoy pranking people and messing with people. But I don't want to like hurt somebody's feelings, and I don't want to mess up. I don't want to ruin somebody's day. Um, you know. Yeah. So I try to, I try to keep that in mind for sure. But also get a little entertainment in because <laughs> it is it is very entertaining to get a reaction from somebody to just have them look at you like what did he just say or what did he just do like yeah it's, that's that's always like that makes my day honestly it's and and so if i could do that you know watching youtube pranks and stuff growing up man that was just always like that's what i would watch just all day long if i could i would just watch that um it's funny stuff so did you ever watch uh punked at all growing up sorry did you ever watch Punked with Ashton Kutcher? Did a lot. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen clips of it for sure. Okay. And also, what's the what's the other show? Um, I'm trying to remember. Is it uh, you Impractical? Got X. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Impractical Jokers, but then what's the show where he's like, "Yeah, you just got X." It's the guy. Uh, he's funny. He's kind of like a stoner dude. I'm not really sure. I'm trying to oh, yeah. remember the so name. I know, so I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I watch that, and it's always it's always really funny. <laughs> um, but then Impractical Jokers as well. That's that's like my dream, man. That's that's good stuff right there. That'd be so fun. Do your parents support you in that? Oh yeah, no, I think they'd support me in anything unless I was like, I want to be Magic Mike. Like I don't think you know what I mean. Like I don't oh, want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like unless they were like, yeah, I'm gonna be a male stripper. I don't think. Yeah, I think of course they're they're gonna support me. In whatever I do, and I, I, you know, I don't think they mind at all. Like I think, uh, you know, usually after I, if I play a good prank on my mom or mess with her, she usually laughs along with it. And so, you know, my parents are really easygoing and, and they're really awesome. Um, so they, they're, they're really supportive of acting and of pretty much anything I, I want to pursue, which I really appreciate. Yeah, and absolutely. they help me with it. They, you know, they help me along because I'm only 16. You know, I, I still, I still need a little guidance here and here and there. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um... Let's let's talk about one of your roles. Uh, you were in The Long Road Home with the yes. great Kate Bosworth. Uh, tell us what it was like being on set there and what it was like working alongside her. Yeah, so I didn't get to work uh, with Miss Bosworth directly, um, but I did get to see her. And, and also the other actress, um, I'm trying to think of her. I'm terrible with names, man. Uh, but she was on The Walking Dead. She played Rick Grimes' wife on The Walking Dead. Both Both very famous actors. Um, and I did actually see her outside. I believe she was, uh, just taking a, taking a break, smoking or something like that. And I just walked by and I just kind of was like, Hey, how's it going? Or something like that. Totally didn't recognize her. And then it, it took, I was like, she looks kind of familiar. Like maybe I've worked with her before. Like maybe I know her from somewhere. Maybe she's with my agent or something. And then I realized it kind of hit me. Like later I was inside the makeup trailer or something. And I was like, Whoa, like, wait a second. I just passed her by and like, you know, but I didn't, uh, no, I did not play a prank on her i'm not sure that would have been a good idea if i if oh. i'd gotten to know her i assure you she would have been pranked numerous <laughs> times if, if i if i had but uh, i didn't want yeah. to you know make a bad first impression or anything like that sure so. absolutely <laughs> going back to your time time on set um, and, um have you gotten to work with uh, any other uh big names at all uh so recently i worked on i can't give too much uh, away um 
But recently, I worked on a short film with yeah. a pretty, I'd say, you know, just as big as Kate Bosworth and uh, the other actress, which uh, her name is, is failing me, unfortunately, again. But, but Walking Dead, the, the, yeah. the individual <laughs> from The Walking Dead, yes. Uh, but but he uh, Paul Wesley he was he's a main character on the the hit TV show Vampire Diaries he's one of the main characters mm, um, and absolutely. he's pretty he's pretty big he's got like eight billion followers on Instagram and he's definitely he's up there and uh, you know everybody on my posting everybody was like, whoa you get to work with him and I got to work with him really closely because he was actually directing the film uh, that I was in which is really cool and then uh, also Austin Austin wow. Nichols um, he was in The Walking Dead as well. So I've worked with a couple actors from the walking dead. Um, so, so I'm adding, adding to that list. And then, um, also Liana Liberato and Shane Graham and Liana was really cool to work with. I got to play opposite of her. I, I, uh, me, Liana and Shane were the main actors in that. Uh, we were the main characters, the principal roles, and we had a lot of fun working on that. That was a super fun project. And that was, uh, less than, I mean, that was three or four months ago. Uh, not even that, maybe. Uh, so, so that was super fun. But we had some really late night shoots. The uh, the last day was crazy. It was a big bonfire party scene, and we were there from. I mean, we were there a good twelve hours from six to six, like six p.m. to six a.m. Yeah. It was just a crazy. It was just a night shoot, and we were there all night. And but it was fun. It was worth it. You know, it was a big celebration at the end. We were like, wow, like we got this done. It was the last day of shooting for all of us, and we were just all excited but but those are some big people definitely and uh those were i mean that was definitely the collection of really big people that i've worked with right there like long road home and also that short film uh big 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 so so you speak about um how i just want to want to explain something uh basically to to my listeners at at least um so i used to work in uh, production for television shows out in los angeles here a few years ago and um, and so uh, I'm not sure if this is the case for you uh, or for actors, but I mean, uh, you'll get a call at like 9 p.m. at night or something, 10 o'clock at night, and they'll ask you, hey, can you be here at 6 a.m. the next morning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you kind of have to drop everything to oh, yeah. be there. All the time. And that's why I can't. I, I'm a workaholic. You know, like, honestly, I would way rather be working, even if it's just a small job. I'd rather be working. I don't mean acting even. I mean just jobs in general i worked at a uh, summer camp and i didn't even get paid anything but i just wanted to do it and i continued to want to do it even though it's very stressful i was like i just you know it feels like you're doing something it feels like you're being productive um and i'm i'm so i sort of have that personality and uh, that's also another reason i've heard that i've heard stories like that about my uh, great-grandfather and that's another reason why i kind of relate to him there but um yeah but but uh going back to that he um you know you you that's why i can't have a regular job you know, like most of my friends, like working at restaurants or whatever, I can't because if I had a shift scheduled and then they call me, like you said, at 10 and they're like, hey, can you be here tomorrow at 630 in the morning? Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. I can't. And then you know, you, you're conflicted. You're like, what do I do? Like, do I call in sick? Do I, you know, so I mean, you, you got to and, and that's rare. Usually you get a few days advance. Usually. But you don't know it for sure, and you don't know it could change. I mean, they're so it's so unpredictable. I, I think is the problem uh, with the auditioning process and and all of that. It's just so unpredictable, and it can be really stressful. Um, luckily, I have my mom here to help me manage that. Uh, um, but eventually, you know, one day if I decide to move to LA or something like that, 
I can only imagine. It's going to be, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that. They think it's this cushy thing. You just lay back, you relax, you get pampered, you get a bunch of money for basically doing nothing. No, it's stressful, man, and, and you got to plan. It is very yeah, stressful. Yeah, it really yeah. is, and, and I heard some people, uh, like the crew, think about how stressful it is to be in production and be on the crew, even like a PA or something like that. I've heard it's pretty stressful, but I, there, I was on set with some others, uh, some, some people on the crew, and they were like, yeah, we honestly, like being on the crew, one of them, was, one of them had uh, been an actor when he was probably about my age, and he was like, yeah, it was actually way more stressful. <laughs> he was like, you know, so it just depends. And, of course, sometimes it can be really, really fun, but it's also, and, and you get this sense of pride when you're finally done with it. So in the end, it, all, it definitely pays <laughs> off. But yeah. Yep. Uh, there's nothing quite like, uh, I mean, so you have the fun doing it, but at the same time, it just kind of can drag oh, on yeah. and on and oh, on. Oh, yeah. And it, it has its dull <laughs> moments. It has its dull moments for sure, where you're just kind of sitting around for like three hours doing nothing, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so you hope to go to Second City in the coming years, correct? Uh, I was thinking about it when I was a little younger. I'm not so sure now. Um, I still am definitely considering yeah. it. I still definitely am because I wanted to get into stand-up comedy and, and just improve my uh, comedic skills, I guess you could say. I, I kind of wanted to perfect those and, and maybe get into stand-up comedy. And, um, but, but I'm not so sure anymore. You know, I, I definitely want – I just want to see where – like I want to I get to that point where I'm ready to do that and then see if I am ready, if that makes sense. Like I want to – I'm not there yet. I don't have the money for it, and I don't uh, – you know, of course, I'm not, I'm not going out there. But I'd want to I'd be um, – I'd want to, you know, I'd want to live out there. I'd want to be out there. And, and so we're probably, I'm probably going to wait time 18 and then I'll make that decision for sure. But I actually do a little bit of stand up here in Kansas city. So, uh, and looking at, uh, going out there in about a year and a half and, and pursuing okay. that myself. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about, um, keeping it weird. Okay. Keeping it weird, man. <laughs> what an experience. Uh, um, so keeping it weird was an interesting experience because it had so much potential. It really did. It had so much potential, and we had so much talent on the team. Um, the problem is it was a little flawed. Uh, I think there were just some some arguments with the content and the uh, you know what was appropriate, what wasn't appropriate, what was socially acceptable, and I think that it bogged us down a little bit. I think that um, because we were teenagers, we weren't we weren't always able to. Uh, and it's not that, you know, to be funny, you need to be R-rated at all. It's just that I think that there were certain limits yeah. that we had on what we could even dress up like and, and such like that. And it bogged us down a little bit because uh, some one of the adults was, you know, particularly strict about that. And that's perfectly, that's perfectly acceptable. But the problem is there was just so much, it's not even what, it's not even our restrictions. It's more just that they were, there was a lot of arguments and there was a lot of um, conflict on set. Uh, between certain adults and so it and in between certain parents and I think that kind of held us back it wasn't really the restrictions that were being placed it was more just the fact that there that people were arguing about the restrictions that were being placed if that makes yeah. sense um, and so um, to be honest with you it, it really had a lot of potential and in some ways it was so so fun working with these other teenagers doing sketch comedy writing these scripts uh, playing them out but at the same time it was very stressful because we just, you know, we had a lot of a lot of bitterness and a lot of uh, a lot of arguments, um, and and yeah, conflict on set. 
uh, between some of the adults, like while we were trying to work or whatever, and it was very distracting. Yeah. Are you looking at uh, maybe starting something back up like that? Maybe not with so many people. I would love but, to, um, and I'd love to select more carefully and just have it more like put the adults out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I you know, I just, I want, I want it to, it is teen, teen sketch comedy. Like that was the whole deal. And I, I also want to, um, I, I want to find a platform to kind of broadcast that like a new upcoming platform. Like I don't just want it to be YouTube or Facebook or Instagram there, there, I want to find, I want to wait for the next big thing. And that way we can sort of uh, broadcast it there and hopefully gain a following uh, more quickly. And that, of course, th those are always popping up like new platforms and new social media. Uh, like, like I said, yeah, new social media platforms um, to post on. And so I'm kind of waiting for that. And then hopefully I can get some friends together and maybe some of the people from keeping it weird. And uh, if we could do that, that'd be great if we could get back together. How long did you guys go for before it uh, took a halt? For um, so it was kind of on and off for a couple years, actually. So, you know, it, it sounded the way I was talking about it, almost like it was like a couple months and then we were just done. But what was interesting is that, we, you know, we'd shoot one month, we'd shoot a couple sketches, and then we'd come in and rehearse, and we'd write some new scripts, and we'd go to a writer's meeting, and then we'd get like a new head writer. Uh, we, we, the, one of the adults um, who, was, who was sort of in charge of the whole thing she, you know, brought in some adult writers to help us, um, and and which was which was cool actually. I mean, I, that, that wasn't bad at all. That was actually uh, quite helpful. One of them had attended, um, not Second City, but it was something like that. It was some kind of comedy school, and so that was really cool that she was able to help us out and sort of redirect us and challenge us with new ideas and such. Uh, but so, um, so yeah, that so it was on and off for like I said two years you know we'd come in and we'd write and we'd rehearse and then we'd film a couple things and then we wouldn't do anything for another three months and then we'd come back in and do the same yeah that's kind of uh kind of how how yeah. it goes yeah yeah it is definitely like yeah. i said unpredictable you never know man uh, yeah i mean if there was an ever-changing business show business has got to be oh it. yeah hundred percent hundred percent so um so what is your uh, uh, dream dream goal in uh, um, show business for you? It's a good question. It seems so simple, but <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, you know, I have so many, so many yeah. goals and so many dreams. And, um, you know, I just, I just want to, uh, I just want to, I genuinely, like I know this sounds kind of cheesy, but I just genuinely want to like be happy. I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those, child actors who grows up and ends up being like an alcoholic and like crazy and be, ends up turning into like a crazy rapper person. Like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want that to, to go down um, and like be on meth in five years. You know, I, I want to genuinely be happy and I genuinely yeah. want to be enjoying it because I don't care how much money I'm making. And I, again, like I said, that sounds kind of cliche, sounds kind of cheesy, but like, really, I don't, I mean, money's great. Don't get me wrong. If I'm making millions, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> like, there's nothing, there's nothing there to complain about. I'm going to enjoy that. But uh, at the same time, it's like if, it, if it's just so stressful, I, I mean, it's already stressful, and I'm not even remotely famous. But, but if it gets more stressful, I don't care how much money I'm making. I don't want, you know, I don't want that. I want to enjoy it. And, of course, right now yeah. I do enjoy it. There's nowhere I'd rather be uh, most of the time than on set. It's just so – it's it's – stressful but yes it's enjoyable and and i always 
have good experiences and good memories from being on set. And so that's really where I want to be. Like, that's where I want to be is at a point where I'm making a living. I can at least support a family or at least myself. And I, um, and I am getting plenty of work. So I'm on set a lot and it's a steady job. That's really like, that's the goal, man. I don't need to be famous. I don't need to be making millions. I just want it to be fun, enjoyable. Uh, and I want to be on set a fair bit and be making like, you know, a decent living. And that's pretty much it. And that's, 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 it's a, it's a humble, it's a very modest goal, but, um, but that's pretty much it. So uh, something that I really do like uh, also about you is that you're also active in, in your church. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, one of the things, going back to the um, how you got your start, uh, it says, I think I might be reading an, an old biography, but it says here that you got your start at four during a, a VBS production. That is true. When you decided to, when you decided to get into grade, to greatest life's moments, uh, with your family. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. That is true. Um, so it's actually a very funny video. Um, it was during a VBS. It was like an Awana thing or something like that. Um, and it was this sort of dance routine. Like they had taught us, you know, of course they teach the kids this little dance number to the song and they sing and they dance. But I decided yeah. that I was going to take it a different direction and I was not going to participate exactly or well i was going to participate but i was going to i was not going to participate in the way that they wanted me to participate i was going to kind of it's my own little interpretive uh situation over in the corner so i kind of looked there i remember i just uh, i don't remember doing it but i have seen the video and i look around at the other kids and i'm just like you know, just looking around like what? and again i was four years old man it's crazy like how tiny i was <laughs> and and but but how like defiant and just how rebellious I was because I was just looking around at the other kids and all of a sudden I started doing like weird stuff like I making weird faces like you know putting doing like a piggy nose putting my hands on my face and like doing making look like I have a pig nose and I got down on the ground and I was it was funny man I was just rolling around and just being silly and every other kid, you know, there's this little girl doing the dance moves perfectly. She was just doing every little, she was like, dude, dude, she was going along to the music. And then you see me just cut to me over in the corner, just rolling around and like making dumb faces. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the extent of it. Wow. But, but, you know, I was, I enjoy, I just didn't, I guess I, uh, there was a sense of sort of embarrassment there. Like I was just not, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to participate in this. Like, this is silly, like this dance number. And, and growing up, I thought everything was childish. I never called my parents mommy and daddy. And so it's not that I, I wasn't enjoying the, the song and dance number in my head. It was more just that I didn't want to come across as immature or childish. Uh, so at four years old, already a little, a little stud. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's where it all began for you was acting like a four year old. I guess so. I guess so. And I still do act yeah, like a four year old. Yeah day i assure you and yeah i was gonna say i'm sure that your family might oh, say yeah. that oh, yeah especially especially the mom man she would she'd tell yeah. you lots of stories some of those i don't i don't want you i don't want you to hear is there it's definitely maybe even well, younger than a four-year-old like on... a small infant sometimes she she refers to my behavior as small infantile behavior <laughs> it's true <laughs> very impulsive sometimes I was going to book her next on my podcast when I got done with it. Yeah, her. yeah, you, you know, I, I'll pass on that. How about we don't? <laughs> How about we don't and say we did? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, all right. Sounds good. Um, so uh, to go along with uh, all your acting and the um, church work that you do, you're also a mixed martial artist. That is right. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, about five years now, four years now, something like that. And I'll be getting my black belt um, very soon. It's uh, Tong Sudo primarily, and then it's also Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, uh, some Taekwondo, um, and it's fun stuff. It's it's good. You know, I train twice a week, um, sometimes on Saturdays as well, uh, but uh, so sometimes three times a week, but usually twice a week. And uh, actually tonight I have to go in to train, uh, which is going to be fun. So uh, have you gotten to compete, um, maybe not nationally, but I mean uh, on the road and stuff like that? No, actually, we don't do uh, competitive stuff, surprisingly. Um, and it's rather unfortunate because I've always wanted to sort of get into that and like competitive sparring and stuff like that. Uh, but we do not. Our school does not participate in that, um, which is a shame <laughs> because it, it's, it's, that stuff has always looked fun to me. But Do you ever uh, watch – are you a big UFC guy? Uh, I do sometimes watch UFC. I do. I, I'm not going to lie. Like when we're on the uh, – they have it on the um, – Delta Airlines, I believe, has it on the – thing and that's usually the airline we take i'm not like sponsored by delta or anything the delta airline has a ufc on the no i mean but but that is the airline we normally take and then i watch it on there and uh, sometimes at home i'll look up clips of it if i'm feeling a little frustrated you know because it's kind of fun to watch it gets out my anger (laughs) it gets i can live vicariously through them and and get out my anger that way (laughs) yeah absolutely so what do you have a favorite uh martial artist on there at all um, see, that's the thing. I'm not enough of a fan to know names. I wouldn't, I couldn't tell oh, you. Okay. Okay. So that is, so do you, uh, um, work out, uh, like do anything else besides, uh, MMA as well? Uh, I do work out. I do work out pretty regularly. I do, um, obstacle races, rugged maniac, tough mutter, uh, savage race, Spartan, bone frog. Bone frog is my wow. favorite. It's the, uh, it only came to town. It came to town last year. And it's a Navy SEAL race. And for a while, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL because I was into, like, super tough, mental toughness kind of stuff. And, and you know, I am pretty I am pretty mentally tough, you know. I mean, I, I, I pride myself on that. That's one thing that I can say with confidence that I am, you know. And um, That's important in, in show yeah, business. Yeah, I think definitely. it is. I, and I think that's why some people that, that were, you know, in the military when they were younger get into show business. I actually see that a lot. Like, special forces. I met, like, people that you know, or special forces or Navy SEALs or something like that. And then they got into to show business after I'll meet them at conventions or whatever. It's like, whoa, like that's, it, it seems so unrelated, but it's not. There are some, definitely some similarities. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I didn't realize that until actually when I got started in production, how mentally tough going back to the stress that you're talking about that you kind of need to be because you're there like for hours and hours and hours every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that that's I guess that that can be said about every job, I guess. But I mean, basically, especially for show business and what uh, is taking place and going on there yeah. at the time. And, and also with show business, I think the reason that it might be so stressful is you, you, you can't really. It's hard to have a break. It's hard to, you know, even if you're you're you have a moment to hang out or relax, you're not really relaxing. You're thinking about the next scene. You're tense. You know, you're just yeah. you're constantly tense. That's why you're so tired at the end of the day, man. I, I mean, I get wiped after being on set for more than a couple hours. Uh, it's just because you know you're just sitting there constantly tense, thinking about the way you're going to perform, Absolutely. what you need to do, where you need to move, your mark. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that go into it, and it doesn't sound like much, but uh, you know, 
once you get there, it, it can it can be quite a burden. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there have never been truer words spoken yeah. uh, for someone who's worked in that business. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head on on that one. But uh, so, is there anything that I can plug for you, man? I I not at the moment. I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't have anything lined up too soon. No. Um, <laughs> but but I'll I'll be sure to let you know if there is anything coming up. I, I think that. Um, I'm trying to think. I was just, I was literally, you could ask me a week ago, there's, I was in a Whole Foods commercial, uh, which was, which was, which was kind of cool. That'll be out soon. Hopefully it's like a Whole Foods. I think it's just still shots of us eating a Thanksgiving dinner. So hopefully that'll be out within the next couple of days, maybe, or maybe it is already out and I haven't seen it. Uh, so make sure you tell me if you see that anywhere. Um, so I was in the Whole Foods commercial and then, and then I had a short film the same weekend and then, yeah, I have, I have stuff coming up, I think, next year, um, if I'm not mistaken, early next year. Well, Jordan, I want to thank you so much for being on, on, on my podcast, man. Absolutely. Will you, thank you for having me, Mike. You, I appreciate it. Will you come back sometime and uh, tell us what's going on? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll let you know. One day, if I'm ever, if I'm ever like, super famous by, by chance, you never know. What if you know, I could be the next Kate Bosworth? You never know, man. <laughs> I can, I'll come back and I'll be sure to be tell you what the uh, I, I will remember the first podcast I was ever on. Don't worry, I won't forget it. Uh, well, I won't forget the opportunity. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, I do definitely appreciate that, and I'm definitely humbled. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. Good luck with everything. All right. All right, Mr. Scott. You have a good one. You okay? too, buddy. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>